This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. The New York Knicks should make it to the conference finals. I don't expect the Knicks to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think they have a chance. You think LeBron James will take you over the top with that East looking like that? I'm telling you, a lot of people feel like he snubbed them when he had the opportunity to get the decision. That was 14 years ago. I get it. They hold a grudge. There's so many Knicks fans that don't want him. You make that move on a guy who's only going to give you a couple years. Jets just did it. Hasn't worked out for the Jets yet, right? I would do it, man. I would do it. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg on 98.7 ESPN. All right, what do we have this hour you'd like to know? We have the stuff you missed coming your way. And, of course, we have the three stars. A lot of Knicks, some NFL, 1-800-919-3776. So the Knicks winning streak came to a halt at, I believe it was nine, right? Saturday night at the Garden, led after three, fourth quarter, you know, Lakers raised the level of their game. Knicks could not score. Knicks looked like they got a little worn down. And again, I haven't heard one person, thank God, freak out about this, right? You look at what this team went to the table with. You, you don't have Randall. We know that. You don't have OG. You don't have Grimes. You won nine in a row. I, I've heard nothing negative surrounding the Knicks, only positivity. So I do give the Knicks fan credit for at least that. Yeah, no, I haven't heard negativity. I mean, you had an unbelievable month of January. You had nine straight. You're playing with no Randall, no OG. I mean, that concerns me a little bit. I As it OG should. I was going to be, I mean, be out well, like this. But. I mean, when we talked about OG, he missed the, the the game on, what, Monday, and then Tuesday we're like, oh, he'll be back, right? We expect him to be back on Tuesday. That was a week ago, and the guy's still not able to play. He's now missed, what, four games? I, w- I want him back. Yeah, I think everyone wants him back. I mean, you see uh, they, the effect he has on this team defensively, offensively, you name it. But, I mean, it's it's tough sledding when you have, I mean, DiVincenzo's done a really nice job, but you were almost seven, you know, almost seven minutes in the fourth quarter without scoring. I know it. Listen, I know the Lakers ramped up their defense a little bit, but still, right? You got to find and, a way. And I, I like McBride, and I like Achua, but I mean, realistically, can you count on these guys in in big spots in fourth quarter? I mean, to to raise a level up of their game? I don't know. I don't know that you can. No, not for an extended period of time. Like at some point, you're going to need you guys back. I, mean, I think you can weather the storm. It'd be nice to get OG back here, but I mean, you can weather the not having Julius Randle. For as long as he's going to be out, we'll see what he looks like or, or when he comes back. But, I mean, you got the deadline coming Thursday. And I, I feel like the team, they probably need to, to add something. I, 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 don't, I, I think you probably agree with that, no? Oh, I absolutely do. I, I, just, I just, I mean, you're in that weird, funky, you know, situation where do I go all in, maybe for not the perfect piece, but do I go go all in to try to win now? Or, because they've been very patient. They've done it very well. They've built this thing up very nicely. Do I wait off season next year before the trade deadline, whenever it happens to be, to to wait and do that? I I mean, I would be more inclined to do that, but boy, the the LeBron sitting there, potentially available, which sounds like it's not going to happen anyway. This is all hyperbole, but that would be difficult for me to say no to. Because I think you add LeBron... Say you lose Randall, you add LeBron, you have Adenobi, you keep DiVincenzo, you have Brunson. I don't know that you don't go to the finals this season. Well, you also have an opportunity here. I mean, that's really what you're weighing. I think the first thing you're weighing is, is you know, what's available now and what's going to be available in the offseason. The but the thing time- is also, you don't know what's going to be available in the offseason. Again, 
Correct. Let, I mean, it doesn't sound like LeBron is available anyway, right? That was just him stirring it up. Right, with the, right, with right, the, right. So that that's probably off the table. So it's gonna be it's gonna be something small. And I understand the the hesitation from a lot of Knicks fans is, you know, do you want to risk screwing with the chemistry that this team has? And I get it, I understand that. But how could you like whatever move or or lack of move that Leon Rose decides he wants to do at this point? How do you not trust it? First, first and foremost, how do you not trust it? But you also recognize that there's a real opportunity here right now. Like I don't think you're going to take that big swing. I don't think that's available to take now anyway. But right. like at the very least, knowing you know knowing what's going on in Philly right now with Embiid, knowing you know what's happening right now with Milwaukee and Doc, and then Doc in big spots, really having you know not being able to get it done, uh, coaching potentially in Boston being a question mark. Like uh, you'd like to do whatever you can to make this team you know give this team the best shot to take advantage of that. Of course, very least. Least. but you can't be dumb and you can't because you've been so patient and so on point the entire way through of slowly building this team. And now you've got it to the point where you are like like you're one really good trade away from being a championship level team. And I, I think you probably have to the air on the side of, of being cautious and, and not make that move right now. I think. Well, I don't think that. First of all, I don't think that move is available right now. I'm I'm confident it's not. Right. So that move's not available. So it's what you know. What you know. What smaller piece do you try to add? Now, is it Brogdon? You've heard Jordan Clarkson's name mentioned. I mean, Dejounte Murray's name's being floated around. And then you get to decide, you know, what I have to give up, and how's that going to affect my ability to make that big deal in the off season or whenever that presents itself. So there's a lot that goes into this. But I think I, I mean I think a lot of Knicks fans like myself feel like, no. We're going to trust Leon Rose because every move that Leon Rose has well, made so to. far has worked. Yeah, I mean, you have to look look at the look at the GMs in, the, in this town right now. You have to trust Leon Rose. He's he's been the most consistent, best GM that we've had. I mean, look at the moves he, he's made. It started out slowly, right? Kemba was was not a good move. Fournier was not a good move. That now that can be used attractively now because you can trade that expiring contract. But I mean, Brunson's going to be an all time move. Hartenstein is an unbelievable move. The trade for Ananobi looks sensational. The trade for Josh Hart, he's exactly what you need and what you want. Right? DiVincenzo's been been wonderful. I mean, so I mean, these moves have been exceptional. And they're a far superior team now than they were when he took over. And you're trending in the right direction. I think you have to, whatever it is he determines, whatever it is he says, you have to abide by that. Right, but I I do feel like you need more. You definitely need more. Right. So But I think I, people have gotten Swayed because they won nine games in a row, thinking this is a championship caliber team, and I personally don't think they are. No, I, I I don't think they're a championship caliber team yet, but I think the way that you've seen this team play when they're healthy, it gives you some hope. I, I don't think, and it, and it doesn't necessarily mean right now because I don't think it's possible anyway to add that big piece. But they losing as good as the deal was, and it was an amazing move, right, I, for both sides. You know, RJ getting a chance to go kind of get a fresh start in Toronto. I mean, you're talking about now in a spot, especially with Randall out, like IQ off the bench, what he was able to do for you, kind of like that, you know, another guy who can handle the basketball. Right. Instant offense off the bench. You don't have that right now. No, you need a, uh, you need somebody off the bench that can put points on the board and can, can handle the ball. Right. You're playing. I mean, you're, you're essentially playing right now seven guys. Right. I mean, Flynn played three minutes last night, but you're not going to see Flynn. No, and you understand what teams Flynn. are going to do. Like, oh, it. it Things always happen to it, like in, just in, in sports for me. Just this is my experience in hockey too. It's like you'll have the first half of the season where kind of teams are trying to figure it out, and there's real, there's no real, there's no real sense of urgency, right? Not yet. Then all of a sudden you get to the All Star break, and you'll start looking around like, where are we? 
right? Like uh, what, now you have teams that kind of have to lock in and figure out, okay, this is, you know, we're this many points in or this many points out. Like this is now it's time to step our game up to that next level because we're trying to position ourselves well for the playoffs. And every kind of like little segment of the season, the intensity level continues to kind of up itself. So, I mean, we're getting down here to the deadline on Thursday. We're going to have the all-star break. Then it's going to start getting real. Like teams are going to be like, okay, now we really got to kick this thing into high gear and try to figure out what we, you know, what we are. And it's going to get harder. And right now you're already asking Jalen Brunson to do too much. I mean, too a much. lot. Yeah, too much. L- let's go to some of the calls. They're lining up. Brian in Oceanside. Uh, good morning, Brian. Good morning, guys. Uh, Rick, you gave me a great segue. Uh, I, I compare this team to the Islanders a couple of years ago where they had a championship team and couldn't get past Tampa, and they waited and they waited to really make some big splashes in Bo Horvat. I don't think it's a time to wait right now, and exactly what you just said. How I mean, Jalen Brunson is an absolute dog. He, he, he's incredible. But I think you're asking a lot to do for him for the next two years if, they're not, if they decide to wait and not go now. So I think it's all in now. Why not? And not for nothing. nothing but all, all in for what, Brian? Time. Brian, what, what's your what's your all in move? LeBron's LeBron's not available. We've heard that from numerous sources. So what's your all in move? Uh, depth off the bench. I mean, I understand that guys aren't available until next until next off season. Right. But at least start start making those pieces so where you can make an Eastern Conference run and see what happens. You know, um, I just think something needs to be done. Like you're saying, guys off the bench, that's a, a, a good start. But you have these draft picks, just use them. Let's let's go out and get somebody that not, may not be expecting. Well, but I don't think there's any reason, thanks to Club Ryan, Rick, to think that they're not going to make those kind of moves. They're not going to make depth moves. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't think Leon it's Rose. right. I don't think it's necessarily. I think there's different. I, I think there's probably. It's not going to be the the big swing, right? I don't think it's going to be the big swing. I know it's not going to be the big swing. That'll happen during the off season if it if it does happen at all. But I think there's probably levels to what you know what you could do at the deadline too. Like I'm sure it's going to cost you more for Dejounte Murray if you wanted to do that, as right? Than it is for Malcolm Brogdon, sure. Right, or if it's Demar Derozan, if like that's a piece that you think, and all of a sudden that could bump maybe Defensens to the bench. Although with this opportunity now, Defensens played really well. He, ha- he has played really well. Jeff in Long Beach. Hey Jeff, you're next up on ninety eight seven, buddy. Yeah, hi guys. So I want to compare the Ananobi trade to the Knicks getting to Bush in nineteen sixty eight. So when the Knicks got Ananobi, their record was 17 and 15, and they've been 15 and 3 since then. And the main factor has been their defense. Other than the 128 to 124 loss to Dallas, for all the rest of the games, they're giving up less than 100 points a game. That includes the last four that Ananobi didn't play. So in 1968, in December 17th, the Knicks were 18 and 17. They traded Bellamy and Comise for DeBusher. They went on to win the first nine games the Busher played in 14 out of 15. That year, they didn't win the championship. They beat um, Baltimore. They swept them in four games. Even though Baltimore had the best record in the league, then they lost to the Celtics, who upset the Lakers. And, you know, interestingly, I was at the second game the Busher played at the Garden. It was a Christmas game against Philadelphia. In that game, on the floor, he was the, the Busher was directing players where to go on defense. Well, so here's the thing. You, you, we don't, uh, Jeff, thanks for the call. We don't need to go back and revisit every single moment of, of when they made the trade for DeBusher. But I think it is interesting, and the comparisons, is that you make the trade for Ananobi, and all of a sudden you go on this major run. You make the trade for DeBusher back in 68, and the same happens. right? Some guys just, they, they have it, and it feels like, you know, and I, and I don't think I'm, I'm alone here. I didn't love the trade for Ananobi when I first heard about it. And I don't even think I'm the only person on the show that didn't love the trade. But in watching it now, it's clear that he has a dimension they just didn't have before bringing him in. Well, I think it felt like a lot. But they feel it, like, it still feels like a lot. Well, I, I don't know if it feels like a lot now with the, with the impact that you've seen him make on this team. 
I mean, he, he says he brings up the defense, but I also gave you the stat before the show, uh, before the show, to, to start the show with what they're looking like offensively per 100 possessions. Like offensively, that are 128 and a half points per per 100 possessions, which would be best. I mean, which would be best in in the NBA. So I mean, you're getting you're getting both. I think the the bigger question again, we won't know till the playoffs happen. Is you know what does it look like once we hit the postseason, where everyone's kind of giving you their best every night? Because you can be great defensively, but if all of a sudden now, I mean, Julius Randle's not what we're accustomed to seeing during the regular season, you're going to start struggling to score the basketball. Where are we with Randle? They're going to evaluate him in, in like two weeks from now? Yeah, I think they're going to do whatever they can to try to rehab this thing, get it strong sure. enough. Where well, that, can... that would make the most sense, right? Rehab yeah. him, PT, the whole thing, and hope he comes back this season. If he doesn't, then unfortunately, he'd have to have surgery, and it would be next season. Right. I mean, it just uh, you don't want to get into the thing where you're just kind of delaying the inevitable. So you get to a point where hopefully he feels good enough that he can come play. But, I mean, you've heard all the experts talk about it. It's, you know, the way he plays physically, that's his right shoulder. Like, that's... It's not great. It's not great. No. Uh, Nick in Woodbridge. Hey, Nick. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, so just two things. One, uh, I was driving past a restaurant this weekend in Kenilworth, and the name of the restaurant was Casa de Pietro. So I immediately wondered if Rick was somehow a silent partner. Uh, <laughs> you know, having It wouldn't be very silent if it was Casa de Pietro, though, would it be? <laughs> yeah, that, I guess that's a good point, right? Not the best marketing uh, move. But uh, <laughs> anyway, from a, from a Nick's perspective, uh, I think the injury news over the weekend about Zach Levine being out for the year might change the way the Bulls look at things. I mean, they weren't going anywhere anyway. Uh, but is it possible now that they're a little bit more open to moving DeRozan? Uh, what I look at with this Knicks team is what you saw in the fourth quarter against the Lakers. You're going to see that a lot more with some of these elite teams where the double team on Brunson just becomes an, an everyday thing. So I think you need a shot creator. And as long as they're not asking for, obviously, if they want four or five ones for DeRozan, there's no way you'd do it. But do you get into negotiations with something like that, get a little bit more scoring, and maybe it takes some pressure off of Brunson? Because come playoff time, can you rely on Julius Randle to get you that 25 a game, and now you're, you're talking about a shoulder injury on top of it? I don't feel great about that. So curious your thoughts. Well, I will say this, Rick. I, I, DeMar DeRozan, to me, is not a finishing piece. Right? No, that, I, don't, if, I don't necessarily know if he means a finishing piece, but the best, uh, the, the best option now. Right. Would, would I be totally willing to? I mean, he scores like 20 points a game, right? So, I mean, offensively, he clearly adds a lot. He's a, a guy that I, I think can score in the half court. So, yeah, I, I think he makes you better, certainly. If I'm not mortgaging a ton, would I bring in DeRozan? I, yeah, I would, I would certainly consider that. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's, it's Leon Rose, I mean, should and I'm, I'm probably will check in on all these names and figure out what fits best. Because you're also, I mean, you got to worry about how it fits, too. I mean, everything they've done so far has fit perfectly. Like, OG seamlessly. Uh, DiVincenzo Hart. Like, all these moves have, have been, like, to perfection they've worked. So now you got to figure out what the best move and what the, like, what the price tags on these things are. Because you don't want to affect, you also don't want to affect your ability to make that that big think, move that we've I been gearing, gearing up for. And, Ray, you might know. I think his contract expires this season. DeRozan? Yeah. So you're not tied to anything more than a rental for the end of the year which would certainly be an attractive piece for the Knicks to add. Yeah, I mean, i check his contract now, but... Yeah, Ray says it does expire after the season. Yeah, he's a UFA after the season, yeah. So, I don't know. It, it, I mean, I, I'm i not opposed to it. No, I'm not opposed to it either. And I think we, we keep going back to the same thing, where you're going to trust whatever Leon Rose decides he wants to do, because he's, right. he's been really good at his job. But, 
There are some things swirling around this team right now that make you a little uncomfortable. Like the Julius Randle the Julius Randall injury, that's I mean, that's a tough piece to replace. I mean, that guy plays at an all NBA level. Yeah. And it's a lot of points and it's a lot of rebounds and it's a lot of minutes played that you, you lose. And it's a lot of attention him. you gotta pay to him too. It certainly is. It certainly is. Uh RJ. Yes, Dave. Are you ready? I am. How do you feel like you've been today? I, I think I've taken a back seat. I think I've been it's been a little uneasy, tenuous at times, some would say. Whose side are you on with the whole Rick may not go to... Uh... I'm out of the whole thing for fear of uh, someone quitting the show. Or you two just brawling in the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That wouldn't last long. No. Be like you in high school. That would be a real problem. <laughs> a real problem. Oh, my getting, goodness. You know, because I am this kind of a high-level teammate, getting a lot of nasty emails about you. But I'm not going to read them. Uh, but the, the fact that you're acknowledging them is, is hurtful enough. Well, I, I mean, to not acknowledge would be disrespectful to the people. Right. I'm not reading them. RJ? Yes. You ready? I am. Let's go. Now. See ya! Touchdown! Rebound score! The s*** you missed. All righty. So, plenty of Knicks talk. What impacts the Knicks is the team currently behind them. Not even directly behind them. But the Sixers, Joel Embiid, out for the foreseeable future, needs surgery to repair that left meniscus injury. And the phrase that has been used is the door isn't closed on him returning this season, which does not inspire a lot of confidence if you're the 76ers. So he's out there done. Yes, I, I take it back. They're, they're, they're the five. So here's your current East uh, behind Boston. It's, it's Milwaukee. Half game behind them is Cleveland, who has leapfrogged the Knicks. And they're a half game behind Cleveland. Sixers full game behind the Knicks. So that's your two through five. Sixers will plummet if he does not return. Them. Yeah, what are they, four and ten, I think, in games he's missed? So that's not good. Uh, Steph Curry dropped 60 against the Hawks, too shy of his career high. I think he had ten threes, and the Warriors lose in overtime. Bradley Beal returns to Washington. Got a nice tribute. First time, Suns just roll past the Wizards by 28. Beal drops 43. Zach Levine. He needs foot surgery, as mentioned. He's out four to six months. That's a big trade piece off the market. We talked about this last week. It's been finalized. Your Eastern Conference All-Star head coach. Oh, no. Doc Rivers. This is embarrassing. Well, he actually agrees with you. That is ridiculously bad. It it really is. Well, he's just going to get some money. That's for sure. And a ring. I think there should be a rule somehow that someone else does it other than me. Maybe I'll send my staff and I'll go on vacation. I'm going to run that by Adam Silver. I think he's a, he's, you know, Adam's a good man. I think he'll understand. Did he say a ring? Yeah, a ring. They, they, they definitely said Adrian ring. Griffin a ring if they all-star, yeah, all-star, all-star ring, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Nice. No, I don't know what kind of ring he meant. I, that, that would send the right message. I'm going to go on vacation. I just well, got he here. He should not be coaching the Eastern Conference. No, I understand he shouldn't be coaching the Eastern Conference. Well, he agrees with you. That's the rule. But, I mean, to, even just to say, like, I'm going to go on vacation. You guys coach. Rule is ridiculous. It's not great. It's not a good look. Um, a lot of all-star action over the weekend. Austin Matthews playing in his home arena. Leads his team. They had the all-star draft to a victory. Wins MVP. Connor McDavid won a million bucks. Won the All-Star Skills Challenge. Dude, at one point I was watching the game. I was watching the uh, the All-Star game. It was on the ice at the same time. It was like it was McDavid, Dreisaitl, Posternock, and it was McCarr, McKinnon, and Crosby. 
all on the ice at the same time. I know we rip All-Star games, but there is still there's still a a specialness, even if you watch for a couple of minutes. I, I, I popped on the skills challenge on when I was at Friday. Did you see Kucherov? Kucherov. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be oh less interested. Goodness. Did you did you see Trocek's kid? How cute was that? That's the best part of that whole thing. Oh, that was adorable. Well, Kucher- yeah, Tro- Trocek spent the entire time like leading up talking about how excited he was to take his family, so that was a, that was a good I, thing to see. I respected them booing Kucherov because they, they weren't having it. I mean, he went through the uh, the little obstacle course. What did he take, like like double the time? Every so he, he, he punted on it. He did not want to be there. Uh, he he no. could not have been less interested, Dave. Did you see his, Did you see how he taped the stick to for the game the next day? Like usually, when you watch like an NHL guy tape a stick, it's like very like it's like every every like everything has to be perfect. <laughs> they show him on the bench, and he had yeah white tape on it. You could see like all the like all the holes in the tape. Like he just like walked in like two seconds, like just tried to tape the thing up before he got in the ice. I, I bet you he's right in the Michael Bublé doghouse. Wow. He won't draft him again. No. Probably was... was high on mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, nobody's perfect, as I say. Uh, you know who did not have a good Never weekend? Never do mushrooms? Uh, me, no. 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 How about you, Dave? Uh, twice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was talking about All earlier. Right, we'll uh, mark that as another one See, for this Dave. Is, this is what I was talking about. When, you, when I say, what are the previous 37 years before we got our hands on you? There's just untapped stories there. Well, that. I mean, the first time, I think it was in high school. It still happened, though. So? Okay, I'm not judging you. I'm just yeah, saying you're not judging. Uh, listen. That's exactly what you're doing is judging me. Listen, you want to break the law, that's on That's on you. Whatever you did. To, 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 eat, a, to eat a mushroom? I wouldn't even know where to get mushrooms in high school. I mean, you just the people you were hanging with. I know a lot of people. You yeah, a mushroom know. guy? Shroom guy. <laughs> uh, who did not have a good weekend. Uh, I peed was- my pants that day. I'm sorry? Yeah. <laughs> you went on a journey, didn't you? I, I, I Somehow, as I was sitting there, it was at a Yes concert, was convinced that, that if I thought I had to go to the bathroom, I would be transported to the bathroom, so I just let it go, and I peed myself. <laughs> Santhi, I'm going to need that for Thursday. Thanks. I peed myself. And you got all, you got all over me for, for questioning the first 37 years of your life. I was like 18 years old. Oh, What's that, the difference? That's a long runway of stories, 18 to 37? Imagine what other debaucherous things you did. <laughs> I thought I was going to be transported. Yeah, I, I remember sitting there being like, okay, I'm, uh, I, like, I'm, okay, take me to the bathroom. And then I was like, okay, I'm in the bathroom. And the then funniest I... part about this is like we're ready to move on from the conversation. <laughs> you just drop it right in. Who did not have a good weekend? I was... peed my pants that day. <laughs> I'm sorry? Yeah. <laughs> How devastated were you when you realized you weren't in the bathroom? I wasn't overly upset. No, you just kept. I was like, oh, just kept warm. rocking. Yeah, it's warm. Yeah, nice. <laughs> then he, then he, then he wished for new pants. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I thought I was. I had a genie with me. How, how'd that work out? Take me, the take me to the pants store. Uh. Take me to the pants store. Take me to the Gap now. <laughs> uh, L.A. Kings they fire uh, Todd McClellan, so he's done. Uh, Baker Mayfield, Demario Davis, the MVPs of the Pro Bowl as the NFC wins. By the way, one, one more note on the NHL: setting players back to the Olympics. Oh, yeah. First time since 2014. Also, also. Four Nations. Yeah, there's going to be a Four Nations face-off starting next year. Teams from the U.S., Canada, Finland, and Sweden. So what there you go. Mean? There's going to be a tournament from players from uh, from those countries. Are you going to see best on best, baby? That's nice. Right, good. Take a, uh, take a peek at the potential U.S. roster. Oh. What did they have oh. before? Was it like Team Europe? Uh, uh, well, the- we, had the, we used to have the World Cup. I played in the World Cup, which was awesome. 
Uh, Giants interviewed uh, Durante Jones for their defensive coordinator job. So he would, Dave, you asked a little bit about him. So he was the defensive coordinator on the national team at the Senior Bowl. That's where that interview went down. And I guess he he really impressed. So he's a, a name it, in it, circulation. I, I don't think you put Devante in the rundown. Durante? Durante, you said. That's what it is. Oh, it's okay. I thought you just said Devante. Are you okay? I'm fine. Are you on shrooms again? <laughs> no, I'm thinking about the time. Did you pee your pants? Nope. Oh. Can you play that clip one more time for me? Yeah. Just one more time. About Dave peeing his pants? Yeah, please. Who did not have a good weekend? Uh, I peed was... my pants that day. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who did not have a good weekend? I peed my pants. You also, I'm guessing that you know was what? a weekend. I, I, I tell you guys too much. I'm not going to share like this anymore. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, the new DC of the Commanders. Uh, Luke Getze, new OC of the Raiders. Steve Belichick, not Bill, will be the new defensive coordinator of the University of Washington. So he's he's in that's the news. Teddy Bridgewater retiring, going to be the head coach of his high school in Miami, so that's cool. Men's college hoops got to run through these busy weekends. St. John's loses to UConn, number one team in the country, Saturday by 13. Number two, Purdue gets by Wisconsin by six. With Dave and Alex Rothenberg in attendance, number three, North Carolina. Statement win over Duke, number seven, in a game that was not all that close. Dave, uh, Dave your, your quick synopsis. Carolina's just better. Um I don't think Filipowski's great. I thought he was better in his freshman year than he's been in his sophomore season. This is not a great Duke team by any stretch. And Carolina's just, I mean, you can sit here and analyze it to your blue in the face. They are a better team than Duke right now. They're an old team, too, in a good way. Well, well maybe in a good way. Like, you, said that, you said before the show that you thought Baycott was as old as you. I think he might be. He's been and, there forever. And they have R.J. Davis. They have a good team. Uh, Rutgers. The thing with Baycott, too, R.J., sorry to interrupt you. Did you he's, your pants? A, he's a great <laughs> college player. It's not funny anymore. He's a great college player who's going to be nothing if he makes the NBA. Nothing. I think he's probably aware of that. That's probably why he's still there. Uh, Rutgers over Michigan by 10. Yankees going to play a, a pair of split squad games towards the end of spring training uh, in Mexico City, which is neat. Wyndham Clark wins at Pebble Beach. Uh, the Pro-Am, they, they canceled the fourth round, which is kind of sad. Uh, Killing Mbappe. Sounds like he's going to Real Madrid. 2026 World Cup final. Going to be at MetLife Stadium. And sad news, I know you hate when I do this, but it needs to be mentioned. Uh, former Jets tight end and receiver uh, Richard Castor dies at the age of uh, 75. I was actually doing some reading about him. I wasn't fully aware of all his accolades. He, he had quite the career. He's quite the weapon for them. Yeah, but I think our point, RJ, is not that you mention the news. It's why do you have to finish with yeah. death all the time? And you why do, do it you again? end with death? It, it, it needs a proper moment. But it could get a proper moment in the middle, and then you end with guess what? Balloons. Yeah, as your last story. No, but then it, but then it feels like it feels like we're we're moving on. How do you transition? It's going to gonna be sad wherever you. Yeah, yeah. Well, why don't we do a moment of silence? Like is it like an inter- like a, do a moment, do a of, moment silence? of silence? That yeah, doesn't work. That's, that's very and, and there's music playing. It'd be tough. That's true. Good point. We could play taps or something. Uh, well, if if you really want to end on a on a positive note, no, here you go. Who did not have a good weekend? Uh, I peed was... my pants that day. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever do mushrooms? Uh, me no. 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 How about you, Dave? Uh, twice, yeah. <laughs> it was you hear how, like you hear his voice get loud too. It's like he didn't want to just sneak in that he peed his pants. He wanted to make sure everyone heard that he peed his pants. Who I'm did not have a good weekend? Uh, I peed was... my pants that day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not embarrassed. I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> I mean, you're in the den of honesty. I'm not going to lie to you. I I am going to break and tell you that Rick has let us late again. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven. Seven six. The Knicks in the NFL will lead us home on ninety eight seven ESPN. Well, there's never been a better time for football fans to bet the big game with BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app to get in on all the action for the biggest Sunday of the entire football season. Can't be in Vegas for the big game? The BetMGM app brings the gridiron action to you with a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options. 
And player props. The BetMGM app is your betting home for the big game. From spectacular catches to game-winning drives, BetMGM makes even every play matter more than it ever has before. Download the app today and discover why BetMGM is your first choice for the final kickoff. The big game is here, and end zone excitement doesn't get bigger than this. Get off the bench and into the huddle with the king of all sportsbooks. See BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 plus years of age or older to wager and physically present in New York only. Gambling problem? Call 8778 Hope NY or text Hope NY to 467 369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Do you have a, uh, a Super Bowl plan yet? What are you doing this uh, this Sunday? No, I don't have a plan. I have a like food plan in place. I don't have a, a real like. But I mean, like plan. a, a get together plan. So you're you're hosting Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be at my house. Yeah. Okay. So is there a chance people get invited, or are you gonna keep it small and it's just gonna be like you, the kids, and Cassie? Yeah, I'd say small. Is Brian gonna say go? Small. Uh, I think potentially Brian could be. Does attending. Brian get the invite to go? Yeah, he'll get the invite. Yeah. So Brian is a good enough football fan. You trust him in that on that stage. That's a big stage. It's a huge stage, but I've had I've had the opportunity to watch quite a few games with him, and he's he's uh, a great. Uh, he's a great fan. Great, yeah, he's a great house guest to watch football with. Mm-hmm. Like you're not gonna get the dumb question. Although he gets crazy though. He, I mean, he's actually I like that more emotional than I am. Really? Uh, he'll, like yeah, midway through the game, he'll just want to leave. He's like, okay, I'm leaving. I'm like, we can't leave the game. <laughs> well, that, but that's that's not crazy. That's well, ridiculous. Yeah, but it's like I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, this team gives me no joy. I'm leaving. Like, what are you gonna do? Go, what are you gonna do at home? It's like nothing. Like, that doesn't seem very mature. RJ, I got. I got to think you're locked away. Just you, Ange, and and the baby, right? This weekend. Yeah, this will be tight quarters. There's, there's no like, oh, RJ, I'm in town. I'd love to watch the game with you, kind of thing. No, that doesn't exist. I uh, know. I'm sorry. 
You're not even going to enjoy this, though. Like you're going to be. No, a, there's a nothing enjoyable about your team being in the Super Bowl. Yeah, this is not. Well, especially 20, 2019. Well, I guess shame I made 2019. I really thought they were winning the game. Like I truly, in my heart of hearts. Well, you should have won the game. Yeah, and listen, I, I, you know, I believe that they're going to win the game, this game. But how do you, how do you honestly look at Patrick Mahomes and be like, you know what? Feel good about this. You don't. If you do, you're lying to yourself. I feel bad for you. Why? Oh, stop it. His team is in the Super Bowl. Well, no, I just I know it's in the Super Bowl, and he's very excited for it. But I also I can I can feel the anxiety in him. He's very nervous. Well, of he course, wants to be you're super... very tense. You know what you should do this week? Get a massage. No. Why? Because this is this is how Super Bowl week should work. Take some mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. I'll pee my pants. Rub my glutes. <laughs> you know what? I tell you things of stories from years ago. You, this guy has stories all over the place. He, he he drank himself unconscious and slept on the on the carpet in the hallway of his wedding night. Yeah, and no one says a word. Your, it's a magical night. Your stories are different. How? Because you're just you feel closer to the everyman. Like we expect Rick to kind of have some of these stories. He's lived a different life. You, it, it feels like it feels like your neighbor. You, you're out talking to him at the mailbox one day. He's like, "Let me tell you something about." Him. Back in 1992, what I did, it feels it feels like it's it's real. Like you're 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 the everyman, and we need more of these stories. You ask Ray for nuggets, we meet, we need more Dave nuggets. But I to, give you, I'm not afraid to give you. Ray gives you nothing. To, I mean, to, to that effect. But when it comes to the nuggets, you, it it feels like you come from the standpoint that you need to one up somebody. So you I'm need, not trying you, to one up anybody. No, but but like the outrageousness of your stories, you know, like we, we weren't even heading in that direction, and you just want to drop in. Did you ever do mushrooms? I mean, no, no. No. Mm-hmm. How about Leave you, it? Dave? Uh, twice, yeah. RJ didn't even think about it. And and then you just dropped this oh, as, as we're moving on. Who did not have a good weekend? Uh, I peed was... my pants that day. Oh, I'm sorry? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. He wants Nobody asked for that. I, okay, so then, you know what? Then I won't share anything moving forward. No, we just want you to continue being who you are. Well, just who I am it. is if, if, I, if something pops into my head of something that happened, I'm going to bring it to your attention so people can hear it. I think that's a good thing. You want to stifle me? Not at all. Sounds like that's what you're, you're like Jay Z. When you when you get nervous, you tell the truth. Why don't you give us a nugget right now? I don't need to. Have you ever done mushrooms, Ray? Can't say that I have. Crack. No. What's wrong Heroin. with you? What have you done? No hard drugs, what, Dave. What's What's the hardest drug you you've smoked? We're, the, uh... we're, we're not having this. Discussion. Oh yeah, I know what you've done. Oh yeah. Do you Do you own a bong? <laughs> oh, Dave, I do not own a bong. <laughs> yeah, I believe you do. You know, I once built my own bong. Uh. There's another one. And hit it. Built one. What would you? What'd you make it out of? What'd you build? It, what'd you build it with? Uh, a, a soda bottle. Yeah, and we we hit it in the uh, in the piano of my room when I was growing up. <laughs> oh, your poor parents. In the piano. Yeah, you open uh, up the piano. A, why, why did you have a piano in your room? I used to play when I was a kid. This man had a grand piano a, in his a, room. I was, a, I was a high level pianist as a child. <laughs> <laughs> what are you <laughs> Then as an adult, you were a high-level Peter Pantsist. <laughs> no, I, I Some would I say to this day, you're still a high-level pianist. I used to go to, to put on performances as a child. <laughs> People used to come from all over the tri-state to watch me play. Stop it. Okay. Do you own a bong? <laughs> Why was the piano in your bedroom? It could, it was like the, the, the Most uh, people have, like... Because that's where it was. I don't know. I was a little boy. I didn't, I didn't make these decisions. So yeah, you're blaming your parents. So that you could hide a bong in it. I don't think they knew about the bong. Great. Except the one time when they went to clean out the piano. I was like, wait! <laughs> I was a high-level pianist as a child. <laughs> Let's go.
Let's go to George in Baltimore. Hi, George. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, guys. Great, great show this morning. I just love it. I mean, uh, what you said about Leon Rose is so true. I trust him totally, totally with the Knicks. I mean, he's done such a great job, yeah, and very patiently, you know. And also, I'm ashamed of myself, Dave. Uh, I didn't get Fran Talkington. And that was the first NFL game I went to, October 1969, Yankee Stadium. Talkington hits Joe Morris in the corner of the end zone, and the Giants win. And I, it was against the Bears. And the, uh, what's his name? Sayers, Pickle on the field that day. Buckus, Concanon was the quarterback of the Bears. I mean, you know, for me to miss that, I was ashamed of myself, Dave. But that was a great catch by you. And my last comment is the Giants again. Uh, I... There was a rumor this week that the Giants would take with their number six pick a receiver, police, offensive line, the Ohio State kid. What are your thoughts? Well, I don't. What, who's the Ohio State kid? He's a, he's a big tackle. He's a big tackle. Don't even I mean, know. Him. I'll have to look. Jeez, oh, I'm I, sorry. I have to look him up. I'm sorry. I should have had that info. For no, you. it's okay. I, I yeah. honestly, well, I don't. Ohio I haven't State seen. Kid or a Notre Dame kid. I mean, which one? Notre Dame, I know yeah. Alt, right? Then you have the Penn yeah, State. Yeah, the Notre Dame kid. kid. Yeah, yeah, he's and good too. And then there's yeah. there's the uh, the offensive lineman out of Oregon State that I know teams are high on. I haven't I haven't seen anything about the Ohio State kid, so I'm going to have to do a little more research on things. And thanks for the call, George. But I don't know anything about that. But what, how could you be horrified if the Giants went wide receiver in round one? Their best wide receiver is at best a two in Wondell Robinson. Right, but I think most people would argue. That it, it's, especially when you look at where free agency is and some of the names that are available in free agency, it, it's probably easier to get a, a wide receiver in free agency than it is to get a tackle in free agency. You need everything. Well, I know you need everything. So if, if I can solve my receiver issues by taking one at six, if I'm not going to take a quarterback, great. If I take the, I, I'm not going to freak out either way. If you take Joe Alt, I'm not going to freak out. If you take Malik Neighbors, I'm not going to freak out. I mean, you need these things desperately. So whichever one you take at six is, is going to be somebody you need. And I guess you, you look at it also, how good is 39 going to be? Can I get a really good receiver at 39? Can I get an offensive lineman I really like at 39, right? That all has to be baked in. Of course it does. But you're going to get both sides of it, though. I mean, this is a, you're, both New York teams are, are trying and have been trying to fix their offensive lines. I read a report, too, today that they were, I mean, there was uh, considering moving Evan Neal into the inside to guard. They should. Because it hasn't worked out a tackle for him. They 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 should. Because if you if you because Thomas is a stud left tackle. Stud, you set, yeah. Your center, you're locked in. It's going to be John Michael Schmitz. If you could tell me that you're going to move Neil to right guard and he's going to be competent, and you you get a right tackle, now all of a sudden your offensive line looks pretty decent. Right, which would be I mean for both of these teams, which would be nice to finally be able to uh, fix it, somewhat fix it. Right, but the Giants need a ton, and the Jets need two tackles. Jets need two tackles. They got to figure out what they're doing with Vera Tucker. Like they have to, he needs to pick a position and stay with it. Right. Well, you know that he does. I mean, he told us right. He'd prefer to play right guard. You you might have to put him at right tackle though. Uh you might be forced to. Tackles get paid more money too, usually. So. And then with the Jets, do you, I mean, are you going to take a a left tackle with the tenth pick and say, all right, go ahead, protect Aaron Rodgers' blindside? Yeah. Yes. That's a lot to ask for a young kid. I understand that, but what else? I mean, what's your what's your? No, I think option? that's probably what you're going to have to do. All right. We break, we come back, we do the melange together, 1-800-919-3776. Dean R. with you, 98.7 ESPN. 
All right, football fans, FanDuel has the perfect way for everyone to get on the Super Bowl 58 action with a no-sweat same-game parlay. But when you bet on Super Bowl 58 on FanDuel, one game can mean a lot of wins. America's number one sportsbook has all your favorite bets like the money line and the spread, plus all sorts of prop bets like anytime touchdowns, yardage totals, and so much more. That means when you combine all your bets for a chance at a bigger payday, you'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win. So start building your own or just bet a popular same-game parlay already made for you in America's number one sportsbook. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Rick if you don't already have an account. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older and physically present in New York. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus best that expires seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions do apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. So I went to uh, Raleigh Durham, the airport, and Legends Limousine who I know sponsors the station. They picked me up. They drove me to the airport. They picked me up from the airport, drove me home. A-plus review. Legends Limousine. Unbelievable service. Nice. Unbelievable. Guy was early, had snacks in the car. Car Ooh. was spacious, was clean. I, I, he's got chargers. What, what, what radio station would you like on? Is there a, a route you'd like me to take over another route? I mean, just creme de la creme Legends Limousine. That right there sounds like a, a terrific, just from start to finish, what a weekend you had. It actually, you, you know, like you always plan things out, and most times there's a hiccup somewhere along the way. Yeah. Nothing. Not one Nothing. Outside of Carolina winning, which upset me, but made Alex happy, the perfect weekend. The flights were on time. Like I just told you, the limousine company, Legends, was amazing. The food was great. Everything worked out perfectly. The game was fun. The tickets, like you, you name it, elite. Elite. Let's be honest, though. Yeah. Okay. Can we be honest for a second? You know I'm honest. Right. We're in the den. As much as you were unhappy that North Carolina won that game, Mm -hmm. in the best interest of the trip, North Carolina had to win that game. I will tell you this. Had to. I wanted Duke to win. I would have loved it had Duke won. It took a lot of the sting away from Duke not winning because he got to enjoy Carolina winning. Right, but I mean, just talk like as much as you wanted Duke to win. Okay, you're sitting in the stands. They scored their first. They they scored their first two points. He's already got his finger in some Duke person's face. <laughs> it was unbelievable. They lose. There's no chance you're going to the pit for barbecue that night. No chance. Right, he wants to go right back to the hotel and go to bed. Right, he's going to cry himself to sleep. The yep. whole weekend's ruined. Uh yeah. But I still want a Duke to win. I don't like North Carolina. I know, but Alex loves. He North loves Carolina. them. I don't know how this has happened, but he does. Let's go to Mark in Rockland. Good morning. Hi, hi, Mark. You're on 98.7. Good morning, gentlemen. I just got to give you kudos this morning. What an absolutely incredible show. And this may be a little controversial, but the higher-ups, they really need to look themselves in the mirror. The way that Fugazi Peter is ruining the case show, we really got to get you guys either on more or make some serious changes to uh, Get us on more. We're on four hours a day. Yeah, but you know what? I could get you twice if I could because you guys are fantastic. Well, it's it's a nice call. Uh, I, I thanks for it. I don't know. You need to take shots at Peter. If you, my my issue is, if you don't like Peter, call that show and tell me you don't like Peter. I'm not going to sit here and disparage Peter because you don't like him. Well, they don't want to pay us for once, let alone twice. Could you? Could you? We, 
If they if they said we want you guys to do two separate shows a day, I I couldn't do that. No, there's no chance. I could probably you could probably squeeze one more hour out of me. I could probably do five, but don't give them any ideas. No, I'm not. Because you know what's going to happen. We're going to be doing five to ten next week because no. of you. There's a real chance I'm doing zero here coming up soon. So don't they'll stop it. I'm just saying. Uh huh. The Let's way I go. get treated, the way I get treated by how, you three. How, who treats you poorly? Four. I'll add John to that mix. Who treats you? So who treats you? you poorly? Right. And how? all day today, all how? day today. Because you should see these emails I'm getting. Rick's a fraud. He's not a real friend. Your work colleagues come out to the brunch with us. I pride myself. Raymond has on has being a picked great the location of where he wants Raymond, to go. I got Raymond a beautiful birthday gift. Beautiful so? birthday gift. Yeah, but it's more than presents. You're like the dad who's not there on the birthday, but he sends his, his daughter a beautiful, like, gorgeous diamond necklace. No, yeah, we, that's because dad's Ray off doesn't, working. Ray that's doesn't dad's off want working. the present. Ray wants your time that's is what he wants. Off work. Well, I want some nuggets. I get no nuggets. Just got I two come, lovely nuggets last no, week. He no, milks yeah, cows. Yeah, but they had no cows. There were no cows. He's bailing hay. That's not the kind of nugget I'm looking for. He once broke up a relationship because he was no. the other guy. No. I got, that, I got nothing so far. I got a better nugget from you, and I didn't even ask for it. You just said, "Hey guys, I did Dave is more to willing to give those type of uh, nuggets." I can't, I'm not embarrassed. I can't, I can't. I can't tell you that I'm willingly to say those. Give type us of things something, that Dave is. Give us something. I've got nothing for you. You're such full of crap. There's no way you, have, you you've lived 40 years. You have nothing to give us. All of, a he's a, all of a sudden, he's a choir boy. He's got no no nuggets. Right. I've done nothing. I lived I lived the perfect life. I've done nothing wrong. Have you ever committed uh, a, a robbery in a bank? I feel like if I had committed a robbery of a bank, I would not be here. Or would Come he admit now. to it? I mean, why would he right. admit to it on radio? Well, I don't know. Give me something. <laughs> I don't know. Like committing a robbery and admitting that on the radio is the same as peeing your pants. Don't know that. Probably not. Probably have not. You, okay. You know what? Let's, let, let's start equal to me. Have you ever peed your pants? As an adult? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. The guy, he's not living. <laughs> you have, right? Uh, as an adult, have I peed? Yeah, yeah you, you mentioned it in in uniform, almost, didn't you? Oh no, I almost crashed my uh, I almost crashed my truck. Remember when I had to I had to jump out? I started peeing all over myself. Oh right, right. <laughs> like like the, like like in Tommy Boy. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Corey, and I guess this is probably Greenwich. Corey in Greenwich. Maybe it's Greenwich. Who knows? Greenwich. I don't know. All right, Greenwich. Go ahead, Corey. Hi guys. Hi Rick. Hi Dave. Hi Corey. Hey. Hey, I heard this on a. Another show this weekend, and I wanted to ask you guys this. I'm not I'm not a Knicks fan, so I am a Lakers fan, and I really don't want to get rid of LeBron, and I think we're going to get someone big, a big name before the trade deadline. Um, would you, during the draft, this coming NBA draft, would you take Le- uh, Bronny James as your overall number one pick, assuming LeBron comes to the Knicks? Well, I think it depends where my overall number one pick was. If I'm the Knicks and I'm picking 27 and it guarantees me I get LeBron, I, I would probably do it, yeah. No, nah, I don't think I would do it. No? You're not going to play that game? No, I don't want to play that game. Plus, I think, I mean, he's going to be 40 in December. I mean, but he's still he so is. good. Ricky's still, still so good. I understand that. He is still so good. But I, make, I think there'll be, better, there'll be better opportunities out there, I think. Maybe so. Like you tell me right now, like if I get him right now, and then I get him for next season, so I get two full playoff runs with him. I mean, I, maybe I consider, it, especially with what's happening in the East right now. But 
Uh, they've done such a good job of putting themselves in they a really perfect have. spot. I, I, I've said this a million times. I'll continue to. I just trust Leon Rose, which is a nice place to be as a Knicks fan because you don't often feel like that. I, that's why I wanted to ask Spike before you asked me if he would take us to the game. I'm like, you, it sounds like you like, you know Leon a little bit. Why would, ask him why he doesn't talk to anybody. Well, well I'm sure Spike is going to call back in at some point. Like, I mean, it's, this is the time to do it. Right? Like, I, just, I, I guess so the people Knicks can have celebrate made it how pretty good much a job understood. It's not what they want to do is speak yeah. to the media. All right, what we want to do, led by Raymond, is three stars. Today's three stars. Number three. Got to tell you, I don't think we've ever had an open to the show quite like this one. Made it to another Monday. You're not dead. That's good news. Congratulations. You're not dead. That's right. Welcome to Monday. Number two. I, w- I would like to point out my appreciation for Rick DiPietro. I could tell in the last half hour he's very down on all of us as a show. Uh, very down. As friends. Very so down. So I-, I do want Rick to know that his his efforts, his, his being here... His reaching oh out God. is all appreciated, and I look very much forward to Rick joining us on Brunch on we, uh, Wednesday. We have to coddle him more than any person has we ever gotta, We've got to do what we got to do, Dave. we got to do what we got to do. Number one. Listen, you're, you're the big sharer on the show. You give everybody more than what they ask for. Do you own a bong? I do not, but... <laughs> you know, once built my own bong. Mm-hmm. You did. You hit it in the piano, you said. I was a high-level pianist as a child. <laughs> and you had... Multiple other stories about drugs. Did you ever do mushrooms? Me, no. 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 How about you, Dave? Uh, twice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who did not have a good weekend? Uh, I peed was... my pants that day. <laughs> I'm sorry? Yeah. <laughs> Once again, the funniest part about that is we're ready to move on. <laughs> and you just can't help I'm a share. What do you want me Who to tell you? Who did not have a good weekend? Uh, I peed was... my pants that day. I'm sorry? Yeah. <laughs> you hear the background, though? You hear like you hear that Ray off the microphone's like, oh, God. Yeah, here he goes. <laughs> Well done, Raymond. You done? I think so. Uh, I think you should be. It's Rule 76. No excuses, Blanket Champion. It's DPH or Rutherford again. I believe it's pronounced Carpe Omnia. Uh, I'm 987 ESPN. You seem extremely annoying. I hate you. Thanks for listening to the DPH Rowan Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.